Conquer your mind and your body will win. We got work to do. This is a fit mess with Zach and Jeremy. Man, do I have a prediction for you. What's that? Best show so far. Uh, Best show so far coming up. We aren't even done yet, and it's already the best show we've done so far. Absolutely. Our guest this week, the one and only Sean T. If you don't know that name, I don't even think we can be friends anymore. But if you don't, uh, you might remember him from his insanity workouts. From I mean, you've been doing them for years. What there's what T twenty five, the asylum. There's T twenty five. There's Insanity Max thirty, and his new one, Transform twenty, which is, uh, I believe, it's available for general release in April. April, yeah. You can get it now if you are already a Beachbody member. If you're a Beachbody on demand member, and um, I think there's a there's a fee. I think it's fifty dollars to get a. VIP early access to it. And for me, uh, being new to the Sean T world, I, I did a couple of his workouts. Uh, my wife, Cheryl, years ago, I think around the time that they came out, she was really into it and she was doing it a bunch. I did it a couple of times. I regretted it because it just beat my ass. <laughs> I was not ready for it and I pushed myself too hard. Um, but I mean, solid workout, obviously. But but this one, there's it's unique. It's, it's very different in, in his approach. Yeah, it is. It is pretty different. I think I started doing insanity years ago, and I think we talked about it a couple of shows ago. How it was one of my uh, epiphany moments where I just started doing. Ins- I had never heard of Shanti, and I just was like, "Oh, this insanity workout's supposed to be, you know, badass. I can mm-hmm. do this." And it literally beat me to a pulp in the beginning. I, remember, <laughs> I couldn't sit for like three days. It was crazy. But uh, you know, that started me down a journey of you know weight loss and health and fitness and. And ultimately, I really look up to Sean T just because the the way he motivates you in these workouts is, you know, it stuck with me after the workout. It it came into my life and, you know, doing a project at work or something like that. It was, you know, I could hear him in my head telling me to dig deeper. And it it really changed me for the better to use his new workout name. It really transformed me mm-hmm. um, mentally, not just physically. I mean, like, you know, getting a six pack or, you know the beach body for the summer that was all fine and well and i felt good and i lost a bunch of weight but i you know i was happier and mentally i felt really good and that's when i became a lifelong fan of this guy i mean he's he's changed my life in ways that you know there's no way i can put into words well, and Zach, so much of what we do on this show is, uh, you know, is trying to be open, trying to be vulnerable, trying to share uh, the struggles that that hold us back from trying to accomplish the goals that we set out for ourselves. And that's the thing that with this new program, uh, the Transform 20 program that I'm really excited about is that you get a lot of that from not only the workouts, but they have like a, a companion reality series that goes along with it where you get to learn uh, what's driving the the cast members like normally you watch a workout video and you see a bunch of fitness models that are doing the routine and showing you how to do it or whatever. always really intimidated by the really in shape fit people who manage to bang out these workouts right and in this case many of them are in great shape many of them are, are you know still still figuring it out but for the most part they go behind the physical part and they get to the emotion of what got them there what are their challenges what are the struggles that they have you know whether it's uh, losing family members or just age or whatever it is, they've they've all got something holding them back on the inside. And through this workout and the the way that he lays it out, and we'll get into the details of it with him in just a minute, but 
he's helping you to not only get physically fit, but he's helping you to get mentally fit to get over a lot of those barriers that are keeping you from reaching those goals. It's just, I mean, I've, I've done a handful of these kinds of workouts. I normally I'm, I'm in my living room and it's like, I just got to slog through this. Cause that's what I got to do. Yeah. This is the first time that I've ever been like, I want to see what the next page is. I want to get back in there and do it again. Cause it's short enough. It's a 20 minute workout. It pushes you just enough for just the right amount of time that you can, you know, get back to work or whatever you need to do. But it just it gets you thinking about so many other things that you're that, that are holding you back and it helps you find paths, I guess, to to overcome them. It's just it's it's amazing how powerful this this program is. Yeah, it's definitely different than than some of his other workouts. I mean, his other workouts are awesome, too, but I generally work out. And I'm not going to say anything during the workout. And, and this particular one, he was talking about being positive and not being negative. And, and I, I remember, I think it was mid burpees. So I was, <laughs> I was struggling a little bit, but I just remember like yelling out, you know, F negativity <laughs> based on whatever he was saying. I hope saying. you actually said fuck negativity and not I did. F. Okay. Good. I, did. <laughs> I was trying to be nice for the show, but it's, uh. It, it was definitely the message in this in this workout program is so different than his other workout programs. You're still going to get a good workout. Mm-hmm. You're still going to sweat. You're still going to be sore the next day. But it really, you know, it, it it hits where we're trying to go with this show in that, you know, you, you need to be vulnerable. You need to understand that things are a struggle. It's not easy. And it's more of a mind game than it is physical. And it was really powerful for me. Yeah, it is for me. And we should mention, I mean, we are we are blowing a lot of smoke on this, but it's because we're genuinely excited about this program. We're not getting paid like you you can buy it, you can not, whatever. We're just really into it. And I just want to make clear that this is not a paid uh, interview. This is not a paid anything. This is just we believe in it. And, and uh, if you're looking for a place to start just doing something different, it's it's a great one to, to try out. So with that in mind, uh, we are extremely excited to have the opportunity to talk to Sean T. himself. Uh, I think you will find this to be a very uh, open and very vulnerable conversation. I, I, for, for myself, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I started tearing up at the end, which is weird. Like, not I mean, I, I can cry at the drop of a hat. I just... I don't think I've cried in an interview yet. So for me to get a little uh, a little weepy at the end, I was I caught myself by surprise. So we'll get into all of that uh, with Shanti. And we started, uh, Zach just asked him about the new program and, and what it's all about. Tell me a little bit about Transform 20 and, and why is it different than some of your other workouts? So Transform 20, I developed the workout really based on mental motivation rather than just the physical motivation, because the physical motivation is out there. I mean, you can turn on any social media platform and infomercial on television and everyone's talking about here, here's how to get great abs or here's how to lose 50 pounds. And people talk about how to do it quickly. And so for me, I just wanted to find and create a way where people could get results and sustain results and eliminate some of the excuses that people have for not committing all the way. And so first and foremost, it was, well, what kind of workout can people do that's going to keep them coming back? And the first thing I thought about was time. And some people ask, you know, oh, my goodness, is 20 minutes enough? The first thing I say is, well, if you do the work, it's enough. And secondly, I say is, well, when things are 30 to 45 minutes, you don't do them the next day because you complain about the time. And so one of my major 
motivating factors to get people to continue to move is I tell them, leave yourself wanting more. So when people are like, oh, I worked out for 20 minutes, I know I can do longer. At least they come back knowing that it is, you know, each day they get a tangible result from finishing and they know that it's doable. And then the other thing is, there's three chapters, you know, I created it so that you go through three chapters. The first chapter is commit. The second chapter is climb. The third chapter is conquer. And I created these chapters so people had a connection to what it is that they're doing. A lot of times in fitness programs, it's, hey, the length of the program is, you know, 73 days. And so it becomes this daunting thing of I got to get through 73 days in turn instead of okay, this, these first two weeks, I'm solely focused on learning how to commit to, to what it is that I want to achieve and commit to my goals. And then the second phase and chapter is about, okay, this is where you have to actually utilize that inner strength. That's what climbing is about. Anytime you work against gravity, things get tough. And so in exercise and in commitment, you have to learn what it's like to be mentally tough. So that's what the climb phase is about. And then the conquer phase, I developed it so that I put people in a place where they were already uh, having to exercise tools to sustain their results. Because I think a lot of times when people finish, they think, okay, I'm done. And they can go back to eating whatever they want. Or I actually get a lot of people to to when I'm eating healthy to say, why are you eating that? You can eat whatever you want. I'm like, no, I can't eat whatever I want. Cause if I ate whatever <laughs> I want, then I wouldn't look like this. It's about sustainability. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that's, that's purely what makes it different. It's the messaging. I don't, you know, there's so many lunges and squats and pushups you can do. And while I was as creative as I could be without obviously creating a workout where I'm in the room with them and people are doing it from home, um, at the end of the end of the day, there's a step. It's a new way to utilize a step and you have all the mental and physical motivation combined. So I have a couple questions uh, about that. And for me, uh, integrating an actual workout routine is is relatively new. I've, I've been really good the last couple of years um, biking to work. It's, it's like a 10 mile ride. So that's been really good. But actually getting into the gym every day has been uh, new to me. And I've basically been kind of experimenting with different apps and different you know yoga apps and things like that. And I work out at work and we have a gym here. And when I heard that your new program is 20 minutes, it's like, this is perfect. That's my sweet spot. Like anything more than that, I'm spending too much time away from the office, whatever. So, so that got me in the door. But when I saw what you're doing with this program in terms of showing – the human side of the cast and, and everybody really opening up and being vulnerable and showing that, you know, a lot of how we got to the points where we're at, if we're, if we're feeling bad about our physical fitness started on the inside and, and the way that you're able to get these people to share, uh, I guess what their, their, their struggles is really powerful and it really helps you connect with, with you and the cast in a way that I've never seen in another video. Was that, was that kind of intentional, I guess? It was 100% intentional because uh, most people only associate fitness, again, with weight loss. They don't associate it with what's happening outside of the time that you're actually working out. And the other thing, and I'll, I'll really get to your answer or the, the answer to your question. The other thing is most of the time when we scroll through social media or we see fitness things like the person is already fit and then you make 
fit or they people are showing abs or they're showing, you know, a photo, a snapshot in time of results they've already gotten. And no one knows how hard they have to work to actually get those results. And in addition, what's ha- that's a, probably a 30-minute workout most of the time, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. But what's happening outside of their lives? Most people started working out because they had to lose weight. And But how did they gain the weight? What were the barriers that they had in a way to get there? Um, and some people... Are we're just going through different life struggles and life experiences, and they may have been people who worked out, but they weren't able to really commit to give themselves time. And I think the story behind why people are working out is so much more motivating than just the results that they can get or the results you see, because you see the battle that they have to to they have to enter. Uh, the battle they have to enter to even begin to work out every day and the barriers that are in the way from them even pressing play. And I think I know that that's a major motivational factor for people out there who are making excuses right now at this very moment. And so I wanted to show the human side of people to say, hey, that girl, that guy may not have 50 pounds to lose, but you know, she's dealing with the loss of a of a, a loved one. And, you know, someone just didn't believe in themselves or someone actually had something happen to them in the past that they're dealing with now and they just need to find belief. And I think it's a way to connect people to say, okay, giving myself time in 20 minutes to work out every single day is more than just a physical a physical thing. It's also a mental thing. And, and you give time to give back to yourself every day. That's so great. I mean, that's really the reason Zach and I have only been doing this podcast for what five or six months, and that was the thing that that got us into this studio and doing this is the conversations we were having with each other about, you know, all these things we're trying to do to get better, to get healthier, to get you know mentally also just trying to get things on track. You never hear that. You never hear the struggles that people go through, and so that's where we just thought, you know, these conversations we're having would be a valuable tool to put out in the world and then to have this video come along at this time for us it's just like this it's just amazing how these things are all lining up and, and how powerful uh something like this can be well thank you i appreciate that and you know i will say a lot of times and this is just me being very candid like i always am a lot of those conversations ha- don't happen with males a lot exactly think, you know yeah to, to go into that you know, kind of more emotional side and open up about different types of struggles. It just doesn't happen. And I know that I'm I'm just happy that I'm you kind of a bridge to that. I mean, obviously, a lot of home fitness workouts are done by women, but I, I still believe that men should see other men being vulnerable and sharing their truths. And to understand that you don't have to hide what's stopping you from being as healthy as you can possibly be. And um, I, I just commend you guys on, on, you know, stepping forward to actually make it a part of a daily or weekly conversation because it really opens people's minds up to say, you know what, the more transparent I am, the more I can progress and move forward. And um, so, yeah, thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, uh, just to build on that, I think um, one of the – during week one of Transform 20, at the end of one of the workouts, you – you were you were looking at the the transformations in the background, and you said it's never an after photo; it's a continuation of who you are. Um, one of the things mm. that we try to focus on on the show is, you know, the the small changes that you continually do 
to make yourself better in in small ways. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that and and tell us what you meant by that? Yeah, so the most elementary way I can put it for people to understand is, you know, an after photo is a snapshot in time. It just is. It's, you know, you take the photo and you're there and you're like, wow, I'm really happy. But happiness, it needs to be a continuous process. And so you have to take the tools that got you to that after photo and utilize them or you're doing a disservice to yourself. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into one one pound weight loss or one inch uh, one inch off of your body. And, you know, I was just, I was actually interviewing someone last yesterday and we were talking about how she was able to take the fact that she was in my workouts and, and build a career of her own just by not giving up and not yo-yoing. And when people, I think that the problem is with fitness, we say, okay, you're done. Now you have to look for the next thing. And it's really never over. It's taking what you learn in this process and finding a way to really make it propel you into the next process. And I talk about my book, you know, I talk about the last 70 meters of a 400 meter dash. It is where you win or lose the races. Are you going to continue to drive forward and push? Or are you going to let the pain of the previous part of the race take over? And the way you win the race and the way you continue the momentum one step one is just to relax relax you don't have to put the pressure on yourself because you already you've already proven that you can do it and the second part is run through the finish line a lot of times we see a finish line and it's it becomes it's a brick wall instead of a springboard to propel us into the next level of who we are and and just to go a little bit deeper it's not about the fitness is not about the weight. It's about the baggage you carry in your life, which is what we kind of talked about a little bit ago. It, weight is baggage. It's either a lot of times it's a medical condition for some people. For some people, it's something that happened to them in their childhood that they, you know, for me, I was molested as a child, so I wanted to hide from the world. And so, you know, as I went through my life, I was, you know, stacking on layers upon layers upon layers around me when I realized it was making me heavy physically and mentally. And, you know, for other people, it could be a relationship that they're in, or it could be for what it could be anything. It could be that they used to be an addict, right? And, and they haven't dealt with it. And so the way to continue to process is to take the things that you have proven to yourself that have worked for you that you've done for yourself and utilize them by relaxing, understanding that you've done the work and then propelling yourself through the finish line so that you could pass the baton to the next to the next person that's going to the next level of you that's going to take this um, and continue to journey forward. There's so many places I want to go with that, but I, I want to touch on the layers and layers and layers that you used to have that we see in Transform 20. You show your before picture, I believe you said for the first time, and it's, yes. it is shocking, dude, to, to see where you started and to see you now as one of the you know top fitness trainers in the world. Like how, how, just how, how does that, how does that happen? How do you go from that guy to go, you know what, this, this ain't it. How do, what, what were some of those first steps and how did you get through that? Well, I mean, the, the, the final answer is consistency over time. It like, will help you trust yourself and help and trust the process. Um, I did it 
But I really, if I had to, if I had to pinpoint one way, because obviously, you know, there was a lot of struggle and ups and downs. And, you know, I remember I, in college, you know, I took Xenadrin, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to help me lose the weight. And I realized that Xenadrin was short lived. And so at the end of the day, the way I did it was I just kept following what I was passionate about. And the first thing that I was passionate about in terms of moving was um, that I knew in my life was sports. So it was track and field. And so after I had gained the weight, I was like, okay, Sean, run. You know how to run. You love running. And then I, I found the passion of dance. And so when I started dancing, man, the weight just, because I was just, I was, I danced so hard because I, you know, I asked my mom when I was eight years old, if I could be a ballerina. And she was like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, little boys don't dance. That's awesome. But when I was able to dance, when I got, you know, in college, I was like, it was like 20 years of bottled up, you know, wanting to move. And so then I realized like, wow, this is great. This is a passion of mine. And then I became even more passionate about fitness and just, I just kept following my passions and it was passionate about food and what I wanted to eat. And then I became passionate about feeling good. And so, you know, just continuing to follow the passion of what it is that I wanted to do it for people out there. You know, you don't have to do my workouts. You don't have to do what the next person says is the next big thing. You don't have to cycle. You don't have to go to CrossFit. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do insanity. What you have to do is what it is that's going to help you continue. Is it rock climbing? Is it playing tennis? Is it, um, is it whatever it is, whatever kind of activity that it is that you want to do and you're passionate about? Sometimes it's walking. I, I'll tell you a quick funny story. You guys might not think it's funny, but it was so funny to me. <laughs> so a lot of people make fun of people who walk. And I think walking is a great way to lose weight or to stay active. So one day I was driving home through my neighborhood and this woman was walking. And it's the second time I saw her. The first time I was like, oh, she's walking like she has some energies. But the second time I saw her walking, I realized that she had her hair done. She had her makeup on. She had an outfit on. And when I tell you she was walking down the sidewalk like she was on the runway at a Victoria's Secret <laughs> fashion show, I was like, come all the way through. I was like, this, you know what I mean? Like, it could be something as simple as that. But I can tell you one thing. She was walking with confidence. And, and she had to walk at least two miles because homegirl was at the end of the street and I know to get back to the first house had to be a, way, a ways away and go up a hill you know so the thing is it's not doing what other people are doing it's doing what you want to do no matter how hard you want to make it how deep you want to dig or if you're like I need something leisure just for me to find consistency it's just to find your passion to move and to stay fit and healthy that's awesome so I you know Years ago, when I started doing Insanity, um, I I remember doing the workout and 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 feeling like you know this is a really hard workout, and it made me stronger, it made me healthier. But I was amazed, you know, later on when I I kind of heard your voice in my head when I was at work, you know, struggling with a work project <laughs> or something like that to to dig deeper, and it you know, the workouts took me out of my comfort zone and really taught me life lessons, you know, and the getting healthy was kind of was a side benefit. And, you know, it, I wanted to ask you because when when the original insanity came out, you didn't have the two tattoos on your forearm, uh, conquer your mind and transform your life. 
So I wanted to ask you about those tattoos specifically and what those words mean to you and why you decided to get those. It's a really great question. And I will say that I love that I'm in your head, even in the office. It's so good. <laughs> because that's that was the thing. It's that was the thing I was trying to do, which, you know, it, when I get to answer about my tattoos, it was something that validated what I was doing. But for me, it was like, OK, I know how to do this. I have to show people what it is that I'm feeling at this moment and I have to verbalize it so you don't feel alone. And Insanity was the first workout that it was like, okay, we're not going to do reps and smile. It's like, yo, if you're tired, stop, go take a break and get back into it. But I, you're still going to hear me pushing you through. And, um, and so that took me to the next level. So after Insanity, and I realized I had this internal drive motivation but more importantly i had this internal passion fire and this internal message that i didn't even know where it was coming from is when i really you know seeked out therapy you know and i went and i started going to therapy a lot and i had a different couple of different therapists and i realized that my entire life and my entire journey was about me conquering my mind and staying strong and never giving up and not you know, being a victim to things that happened to me and just being really, really powerful. And when you're really, really powerful in your mind, transformation is seriously so constant. Um, and then I realized that when you're conquering your, your mind, you're constantly being uncomfortable, which is why, you know, uncomf being uncomfortable is the first superpower in my book. The more uncomfortable you are, and it doesn't have to be so negative, but just the more uncomfortable you are, the more you push yourself the more you're learning new things, maybe about something else, but most of the time it's about you. And so for me, it was like, yo, if you conquer your mind, you would transform your life. Do not let, because you know, when you're walking around or when you're working out, you can either stop or you can say, I'm going to just give this one more second. I'm just like one more second, or I don't feel like working out today, so I'm not going to do anything. Your mind has to be the driving force to be like, okay, well, if you don't feel like doing insanity, at least go do, you know, a circuit of, 10 push-ups, 10 squats, 10 jumping jacks, and do that five rounds. And then your mind actually was creative enough, which is another superpower I talk about in my book. Your mind is creative enough to say, okay, well, I'm going to do something. And then the more you continue to push yourself and the more you continue to, continue to talk to yourself and you're honest with yourself, the more you will transform. And so, you know, conquer your mind, transform your life. It's funny you mentioned uh, therapy and and playing into this theme for me, I I distinctly remember a conversation I was having with my therapist, you know, 50 pounds ago, uh, saying mm -hmm. how I wanted to lose a bunch of weight. And once I lost the weight, I would I would feel better and I'd be able to deal with that other stuff. And he he was the first person to say, no, man, you got it backwards. Like you you're heavy because you're not dealing with your with your stuff like you got to You got to figure out how to fix that first. And you'll be surprised how everything else will fall into place. And. It it was amazing. It was, you know, the switch flipped. And the minute I dug deep on that stuff, all of a sudden those doors started opening. All of a sudden it was, you know, this this change in my diet opened up the idea of working out more, opened up the idea of just paying more attention to how I felt. And it is, it's just, it's always like this weird stepping stone. And it's, I think it it's so hard for people to find that first open door and, and, it just it seems like the more people like you that we talk to and the more that we read so much of it comes from just taking a step whether it's 
taking a walk, just doing something different than you're already doing until it clicks. Does that make sense? Is that, is that, a, is that fair advice is to just start doing something different? Yeah, that's fair advice. And I want to kind of touch on, you know, what you were talking about earlier and what you found out through therapy. It's like, oh, I lost the weight. Now I can work on this stuff. And, you know, during Transform 20, one of the cast members, you know, we were shooting the reality show. She had, uh, I had some M&Ms or something like that. And she was like, no, I'll eat these after I lose the weight. And I was like, she's like, because if I eat them now, like, you know, I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to be able to stop. And I was like, you need to eat these M&Ms during the process, not after you finish. Because while you're actually pushing yourself and you're going through this work, that's when you want to deal with the M&Ms and realize that it's not the M&Ms that have power over you. You need to learn how to have power over what it is that's driving you to continue to eat the M&Ms. Mm-hmm. And if you do that after the process you're going to you're going to relapse because you don't know you're not working you're not working on it it just becomes this thing and then you're going to feel like you failed and so i do like that you really should work on yourself you know even while you're going through your journey you should work on the hard stuff because you're already doing hard stuff and you're already changing every day it's the best time to be um committed to that. But um, uh, just in terms of, yeah, I mean, just, you know, for me, I say better every day, just do one thing better every day. It is, it's really simple and easy to say, but it doesn't have to be, um, it's, it's easy to say, but I also want to say it doesn't have to be some big giant leap. You know, it's not, you don't, you can't run a marathon in one day and expect to not, you know, be in a hospital the next day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. you have to, do one mile at a time, or some people might start off at quarter mile at a time. And I want people to look at their transformation and their journey, just like building endurance for anything. Um, And, you know, being a new dad of 16 month old twins, it really, uh, it was like the craziest science project, watching them learn how to walk. And it was first, they needed to learn how to hold their head then they needed to learn how to stay sit, sit, you know, sitting up. And then they had to learn how to sit up on their cell on their own. And then it was like to stand up and then take that first step. A baby doesn't isn't born and just, you know, a human baby does isn't born and just stands right up and starts walking. And so why as adults do we think that we can take giant leaps and be perfect or extremely, extremely successful at something right away without doing the work that it takes to get there. And I want you, I want to remind people, you're, you're always a baby and not in a derogatory way, like calling someone a baby. You're always a baby. Remember, it took you a process to learn how to walk. It's going to take you a process to lose the weight. It's going to take you a process to get that next job. It's going to take you a process to get over that bad relationship that you got out of. It's going to take your, it's going to be a process to, um, you know, learn what it's like to feel lonely and be okay with loving yourself. Everything is a process and it's okay. And we all go through it, you know? So, and just for me, cause I don't like to make, I, I like to tell people I have it all together, but I'm very aware of my journeys now, even as a dad, it's hard. I woke up this morning and I said to my husband, Scott, I was like, don't you just wish that the boys could be like 14 years old and they can wake up, they can eat their own breakfast. They can, you know, they can just take a shower. They can put on their own shoes. And then, 
you know, and then in that same breath, it's like, but it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't have the same joy if we didn't go through this. So we have to attack this head on. And so like, even I struggle with that stuff, but I just have to remember that it's a step-by-step process and taking one step is just like the first time the baby can hold his head up or her head up on their own. That's awesome. You talked about your your boys, and I was fortunate enough to go to your live event in Seattle last year. And, you know, I, I try to be a role model for my seven-year-old daughter. And you're in our house all the time, right? I'm working out constantly, and she knows who you are. You're, you're, a, you're a household name in our house. And my daughter really wanted to come and see you. So I brought her, and, uh, you know, she got to meet you. Oh, you know? my gosh. I did not realize that. I'm still talking to you until just now. <laughs> oh, really? It's so crazy. Okay, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry for the interruption. You do, rem- you do remember that, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Like, it's so crazy. I have like a. It's not like a uh, super vivid, but I. Rem- you could ask my team. I have like the craziest visual memories. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I try to be a role model for my daughter. And like I said, she wanted to meet you. She actually knows that you're a real person now. She didn't believe me before <laughs> that. Um, yes. But you, your boys were there. I, I saw your kids. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, like with your life, with everything that's going on, how has having kids changed your life? And how have you had to adjust to that lifestyle? Wow. Uh I'm trying to think of a quick way to answer this. Yeah, that's a pretty big question. So, no, I mean, at in in this is going to sound probably so different than the answer that you would probably normally get from anybody else. But I realized how much time I need alone, and that's how like the time that I have to myself is so valuable, and I'm so deliberate in what I'm thinking about when I am alone because. When I'm not alone and I'm with my family, it's you have to the combination of while your kids are there and then your spouse is there and, you know, you're giving a lot of energy and you're connecting and you're getting energy as well. But being alone, you know, I wake up, I try to wake up an hour before my house wakes up, not to work out because I actually get to do that during the day, but just to literally be with my own thoughts. And I realize that that is my like sleep is not my rejuvenation for the day. It's actually having that one hour of my time is waking up, is getting my coffee, sitting in silence for a little bit in the dark. And, you know, and then, you know, I might turn on the TV for the news of the day, but I'm really not listening to that. I'm just like literally sitting in my own space. And so it just made me very deliberate in what I'm doing and how I replenish my energy because I just feel as a parent, you, we don't give ourselves enough time and we don't give ourselves enough credit to make mistakes and have the struggle. And I believe that that can be healed and, you know, just worked on when you're alone. And then the flip side of that is I have a, I'm naturally super high energy, you know, when I'm moving and when, when I'm with my kids anyway. So it just helps me provide more energy and fun and and being present when I'm with them. Um, the other thing is, and this, and I won't be too long here, the other thing is I just realized how much of a teacher I really am. Like, I think I was really successful in group exercise and dance. When I used to teach group exercise in gyms, I would be able to take people who couldn't move at all or who said they don't have rhythm to get them to kill some 
choreography to like Missy Elliott. And they would be like, what? And I would just, you know, the step-by-step process of learning. And I do that with my boys. And it's just, it's super fun for me to really, you know, get down to like the step-by-step process of helping them thrive and grow and working with what they're already good at. Like one of them, you know, just talks, you know, a lot and likes to interact that way. And the other one is just so much more sensitive. So you have to figure out how to in get them to enjoy the day by, you know, visual stuff and light and, you know, fun and constantly changing his mind. And so, um, yeah, it just helped hone in the fact that I need to be a good teacher. Mentioning alone time is it's it's crazy. Literally, while we were uh, waiting to connect with you for this conversation, I was telling Zach about a huge failure as a dad that I had over the weekend. And uh, it basically like I we were we were in the car and I just I messed up on directions and it just was like a weekend. It's, it's just an overpacked weekend. I never took time for myself. And it boiled over in the car when I got frustrated and sort of like tossed my phone toward the dashboard of the car and it bounced mm. up and it shattered the windshield. And my kids were scared. My wife was scared. And like, like I'm not an angry dude. I don't have outbursts. And I certainly, like, if I threw my phone at my windfield, windshield to try to break it, I couldn't do it. It just was like a fluke thing. But it's totally, I, I look back on it and I go, it's because I never took time for myself. And it is a daily struggle for me to go, I need to be there for my kids, first and foremost. And at the same time, there's this struggle of, but you need time for yourself to be there for them in the right way, not to just be there and to be burned out and tired and worn out. And man, that that is advice that I try to give myself every day. And I hope every dad listening to this, every mom listening to this, you have to take care of yourself because if you don't, you're not going to be the parent you want to be for your kids. It's the same thing as the airplane, man. They tell you to put the mask on yourself first so you can help others without without doing that. You're not helping anybody. And so that just that really resonates with me hearing you say how powerful that is for you, because that's something that that is a struggle for me that that I have to work on constantly. It's so true. And I, you know, I'm not afraid to say it, but people are like, what, like I hear people say, oh, my kids are the most important. My kids are the most important. I'm like, actually, I'm the most important because without my my ability to be there for them and be, you know, present and be able to to give them the love that they need, they're going to be, I'm not going to curse in your podcast, but oh, please do, up. please do, please do. You're, you're welcome <laughs> you know, to curse like, all your life. <laughs> you know, we already as, as parents, we're not going to get everything right. Right. Yeah. But the one thing that I know that we can get right is we can literally, if we just make ourselves a priority, you are the nucleus of, you know, you are the son of the solar system in your life. And so you, your kids are going to feed off of your energy. And if you have bad energy because you don't have the time to yourself and you couldn't give back to yourself and you're just frustrated because you didn't have the outlet, you know, it's it just, you're going to feel guilty like you did after you um, tossed the phone. And, and I just want to say to you, it's totally okay to toss a phone <laughs> and it's okay that your windshield broke. And I'm sure you probably spoke to your kids on the side and said, oh, yeah. hey, you know, this is what happened. Yeah. But I also think that depending on the age of your kids, it doesn't even matter. You can even say to them, hey, you know, this is why I got upset. I didn't give myself time. Yep. And Scott and I, we literally, you know, Scott will send me away on the weekend for just like two nights 
in Vegas, he'll be like, yo, just go. I don't gamble. I just go in a hotel and yep. I sit there and I work out and I go eat and I just have time to myself and I might have a good old old fashioned or whatever. But, you know, it's just it's important for you and your spouse as well to communicate on, OK, we need date nights, but we also need, you know, self date nights. And and how do you maneuver that with having children? And, you know, Scott and I just um, released something called Relationship Thrivation. Um, and it's just a way to continue to connect with your spouse as you move on in the journey of parenthood or if you move on a journey with, you know, two different careers, because I believe that, um, and this is obviously I'm talking about finding time to yourself, but I also want to say that in terms of relationships, you know, most of the time relationships start out like a triangle, you know, like at the, at the point, at the tip of a triangle, like things are together and then life gets in a way. And then all of a sudden, you know, you and your spouse, you know, start drifting apart when really a relationship should be like an upside down triangle. Like you meet, you don't know much about each other, but you should come together. And so that's going to help your kids. That's going to help you as a dad. That's going to help mm -hmm. your fitness. That's going to help you constantly getting uncomfortable because your spouse is going to be there to support your journey. And then you don't feel like you go in two different ways. Um, but just in terms of getting having alone time, if your spouse is there to say, okay, like Scott knows when I need alone time and I know when he needs alone time as a dad, uh, as a new dad back in, a year ago when I was traveling a lot for work while I was traveling and I was working and I was, you know, giving my energy. I was also sleeping in hotels and not having to worry about running to change diapers every three hours. So when I would get home, I would say to Scott, go next door to your parents' house because his parents live next door to us. I was like, go and sleep over there. No baby monitors because I'm rested. You know, it's just working together to be able to, you know, find a path to success. And and you do that with fitness, you do that with food, you do that with relationships, and more important and most importantly, you do that with your own personal life so that you can continue to conquer your mind and transform your life. Sean, I could talk to you all day, but I Seriously. do want to respect your your time here. I just have I just have one more question for you that uh, you're an amazing motivator. Like I said, you're in my head when I'm not working out. But I want to know who motivates you and who keeps you going? Who do you turn to when you're struggling so there's so there's multiple people uh the first person will probably make you tilt your head or i mean you guys seem very open-minded so <laughs> i think you'll go with me but the first person i ever go to is the eight-year-old boy that was molested because i'm like he's the strongest person i know and i'm like yo if you could get through that meaning myself um when i was eight years old and going through that i go back to that eight-year-old boy and i'm like okay i know if you can get through this like you took the first step. It's just like the the person that's 350 pounds, they think that the person who's who lost 150 pounds is the strongest person. And I'm like, no, the first person that took that first step is the strongest person you know. So I always go back to the first leg of the relay race. And that was when I first encountered struggle as a kid. Uh, secondly, you know, my husband, Scott, is the second person I go to. I know I can go to him and I can laugh. I can put on some random stupid dance show for him and he'll watch or I can go to him and cry. And, you know, it's, it's important to have an outlet for you to be transparent with someone externally to you. And then in terms of, you know, motivation from uh, like an inspirational person, Serena Williams is just I, I can literally just turn on a YouTube 
video of her playing tennis and just, you know, after meeting her and knowing her a little bit, knowing that the struggle that it takes for her to go out there and win and the power that she exudes, like, I get that. And then last but not least is my grandfather, who was uh, the most, I mean, my grandmother and my grandfather, my grandfather was a major impact on my life. He taught me a lot about, um, obviously, spirituality, but he also taught me a lot about, I mean, we used to just go, we would get in a car and we would deliver bread to people who were, you know, less fortunate or the poor commute, poorer communities. We didn't have a lot of money either. Or he would take me out on a hike on Saturdays and, you know, he'd be like, grab your stick. And he was, you know, talked about how he was a state champion boxer, but he was also a state champion marble player. He was like, not everything has to be super physical. Like him being a boxer was super physical and like working out type. And him being a marble player, he said it was all mental and really, you know, being still. I didn't even know there was such thing as marbles. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I learned as a as a very young kid. I was like, wow, this is interesting. So um, there are all the people that motivate and inspire me. But at the end of the day, it starts with me being honest with myself and going back to the person that I believe why I'm actually, you know, here today and overcoming such a struggle at a young age. Wow, that's that's really powerful. And I do want to say that you your comment of us of it maybe being a weird answer. It's it's not. I don't really share this with many people, but you know, in my house, um, I have a picture of myself as a seven year old boy. Uh, just outside of the bathroom that I come out of every day. And every day I look at that picture and I tell that seven-year-old boy, everything's going to be all right. You're going to turn out okay. Mm. So, um, you know, hearing you say that really validates what I do every morning, talking to myself, talking to that little boy. It's That's powerful. Yeah, that is powerful. And congratulations for just being open to being able to communicate with yourself like that and i you know i just i don't again i don't like to sound like oh you should be doing this or you should be doing that or this is the way to live but i definitely believe that you have to open yourself up to scary things and emotional things so that you can really thrive past the things in your past man as much as i admire what you are able to do physically it's your vulnerability and your openness that uh I'm 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 on board with whatever you have to uh, to say because uh, there's just a connection that you have and uh, with with your audience with me with us, um, I, I guess thank you is uh, the only thing I can say for this time and for what you do and and for um, being a leader in and showing how to be vulnerable and how to be open and and how to share what's really going on. Uh, cause like, like we started out talking about, it's not something that's out there. It's not, especially not for men. It's not very available. So, uh, it just, it really is powerful and really means a lot, uh, to have you doing what you're well, doing. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. And thank you for doing what you do and keep on doing it. And, you know, maybe I'll come back on the show because I have a lot more to share. Oh, we have, we, we just got to page one, buddy. We just got to page one of the list okay. of questions. Like so it. we'll have you back. <laughs> thank you so much, Sean. We really appreciate the thank time you. and everything you're doing, man. Yeah, I think I think I was right, Zach. Be- best episode yet. We're, we're killing it with this one. This is good stuff. Yeah, the thing is though, it it's it's not the best episode because of us. That's true. We're 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 lowering the bar. Has nothing to do with us. It, <laughs> it's all about the, the guest considerably. Sean T. Our thanks to him for spending all of that time with us. Very generous 
with his time, very generous with his stories and, uh, and everything that drives him. Great conversation. I hope that you got something out of it as well. Uh, and we look forward to trying to have him back on the show every week, if at all possible. Well, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. That, but, would, that would be ideal, but yeah. we'll push for every other week. Every other week. We'll settle. Uh, so, so again, thank you to Shanti and uh, all kinds of links on our website to to the the new program and to Shanti's website and, and all that. Uh, so, again, thank you to him um, for for being on the show. I got to say, Jeremy, that was that was a pretty powerful conversation. And while I knew that getting the opportunity to talk to Shanti would be an amazing opportunity, I I didn't quite realize like how personal and how close to home that was going to hit. You mm-hmm. know, hearing. You know, I'm not the only person who looks at a, you know, thinks of myself as a child and and looks to that that kid for motivation. I mean, that's it's amazing. I think he's he's an incredible guy, and I'm I'm so happy that we got to talk to him. Well, even your story of of that little boy. I know for me, when you told me that story about a year ago, uh, I took that to heart, and you know, in in a you know, accidentally pretty deep meditation, found some really profound healing in sort of addressing. The, the child version of me that went through some trauma and and really I, I've in ways I could never have imagined healed from those moments just by sort of reliving them in, yeah. in a meditative state. It's just it's yeah, it's it's powerful how many times you and I looked at each other in that conversation and went, oh, my God, that's me. Oh, my God, yeah. that hits deep that oh again, again, again. Like he's just he's so dialed in to what people like us are going through right now. And you know, evidently going through himself. And so it's it's just we're unbelievably fortunate to have had that conversation. And uh, and again, I just hope that that for whoever's listening, that they also found those moments of of themselves reflected back and, and yeah. finding that there is a way through the struggle. Yeah. And I think I, I just want to make sure anyone who is listening, you know, whenever I tell somebody about shanti or the insanity workout or the transform 20 workout it's usually met with you know it's just a workout and to all of those people who think it's just a workout it's so much more than that um for me it's been mentally transforming and it's it's really helped me along my journey in taking care of myself and making myself you know better in small and little ways and it's gotten me to the point where i'm at today so it's not just a workout. I mean, it is definitely a workout and it's hard <laughs> and there's there's those benefits. But um, I almost look at the, the physical benefits of these workouts as being secondary to the mental benefits that you get from his motivation and just digging deeper, like he says. Yeah, it's funny. I've noticed uh, for me, I'm not uh, the kind of workouts I've been doing up until now do not um, – deal with speed in the same way that that his do he there's a lot of very quick movement in his but i love and i don't know if this is unique to this where again i'm new to the beach body world but this workout in particular i know you can open up a modifier and show somebody doing it a little bit slower a little bit you know altered so that if you are new it's really easy to find a way to keep up and finish and not take the break like he keeps saying take a break take a break take a break but if you're going at your own pace if you're going the right way You'll find that you won't need to, and then you'll feel really good when it's over. That's, I mean, that's again, that's my experience. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on board. Whatever, whatever he has to sell at this point, I'm in because it feels good inside and out uh, to to be doing these. And so, I don't know. I, 
I just can't be more excited about something like this. This comes along at a perfect time for me because I feel like, you know, and we'll get into this in the challenge again in a, in a minute, but I just feel like I've sort of plateaued in a lot of ways. I'm not pushing myself in a lot of ways. And this comes up and it's harder than anything I've done recently, uh, but it's doable. And so I'm really excited to to um, find a, a new tool to push myself to grow and to get out of my comfort zone. But But isn't that weird, though? I mean, really think about what you just said. You're excited about doing a workout. Mm-hmm. Most people dread it. I mean, yeah, I want to get the show my, over so I can get down to the gym and do it. Included, <laughs> but you're excited about doing a workout, and that's I think that's a testament to his motivational techniques mm-hmm. and the program that he put together. Um, because I'm the same way. I I look forward to doing his workouts. I don't necessarily look forward to other workouts, but but definitely his. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that I look forward to, and I don't dread it in the moment i get really pissed off at him right but <laughs> but i definitely look forward to it so i again i i can't say enough good things about chanti and his workouts and especially transform 20 i'm only i'm only on week two but i mean i actually didn't think that this would be as hard as it was i'm 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 more of an insanity max 30 mm-hmm. guy which is really fast paced but this is kicking my butt mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, uh, links to that on our website, thefitmess.com. Uh, we should mention quickly our sponsor, Bravest Brewing Company. You can use our promo code FITMESS10 to get 10% off your order uh, through their website. There's a link again on our website, thefitmess.com. So thank you to them for being on board. By the way, Bravest Brewing Company, a non-alcoholic brewing uh, company that makes fine craft beers, uh, an amber, an IPA, and a stout. All of which keep staring at me in the refrigerator, and after I work out, I'm like, "That seems like a good idea. I shouldn't do it, but I should. I just learned from Sean that I gotta, I gotta work on that stuff. But you can while I'm doing it, because otherwise, I'll get to the end and I'll, I'll be out of control. I do so. that all the time. I'll finish my workout and crack open a Bravest Brewing beer. I mean, have it with a side of donuts. No big deal, right? I don't quite take it that far, <laughs> but you know what? I, I figure I just burned out all my glycogen stores and I need to replenish them. That's, so. You know, that's an excellent point. I, I'm going to take that advice to heart. Uh, so thank you to Bravest Brewing. Uh, please buy their beer and help support our show and help support their brewery. Uh, with that in mind and with that all said and done, it's time for the challenge. Let the challenge begin. So I think we need to take a look at some of the previous challenges that we've done because the last two challenges were long. Mm-hmm. We you couldn't just complete them in in uh, two weeks. Well, actually, one of them was. I mean, we we had a a goal to lose five pounds right. within two weeks, which was a pretty attainable goal. I hit it. I how's I, it, how's I gained, that feel? Is that good? You I, proud of yourself? It, yeah, you know, I had, <laughs> I had a donut afterwards, and I gained like three of them back. <laughs> but uh, I know the last time we talked, you were going to work on on getting that that five pounds off again. Yeah, I've uh, stayed exactly where I was. Haven't budged an ounce. Well, then you're right where you need to be. Evidently, I don't, I don't know what the deal is. All um, right, yeah. You're so, gonna keep trying. You know, I'm. I, I think I mentioned then, and I think I'm gonna hold myself to it now. Uh, with daylight saving time coming up, I'm. I'm gonna get back to the bike commuting. Yep. That while also doing Transform Twenty, I think is gonna close a lot of the gap that I'm having a hard time with. And um, I had to make some adjustments on my on my Fitbit tracker. Turns out I'm not burning as many calories as I was when I was much heavier. So mm-hmm. I've had to s- sort of readjust my goals. So I think with all of that sort of redialed in, I'll I'll definitely get there. I'm not at my at my goal weight, but I'm also trying to not get hung up on that number because it's not about that number. It's about yeah. how I feel. Yeah, it's not the number. And, and because you're picking up the exercise routines, 
uh, it might not drop as quickly, right? I mean, right. if you're building muscle. If anything, if that number stays and I can drop the body fat percentage, get the muscle percentage up, then I'm going to count it as a win. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so so that's that deal. Uh, we had a challenge a couple weeks ago about finances. You challenged me to save 100 bucks in, yeah. the, in the account. Uh, I don't know that I've specifically done that yet, but I was surprised – I guess it was sort of a, a happy coincidence, and we, and we talked a little bit about it on the show, about the Amazon spending and using that as, as such a go-to for groceries. Yep. We we sort of just stopped doing that as a way to, to sort of get finances under control, but also there's some political motivation behind not supporting Amazon quite as much uh, right. in my household. Um, and that alone, like actually physically going to the grocery store, saved us a ton of money, Yeah, like hundreds. So I don't know that I that I met the goal and went, I'm going to take this $100 and make it work. But we made a change that closed the gap. Nice. Good so that, you. yeah, so that's, that's been a big win. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the budget for March and it's alarming. Uh, and the, the windshield incident that I talked to Shanti about, you're, you're going to need that hundred dollars to fix your windshield. Uh, more than that hundred dollars. <laughs> um, so, you know, March is looking, uh, grim, but we'll we'll see, uh, you know, hopefully one of those surprise checks that I'm not expecting will come rolling in. Maybe I'll get my taxes done. That'll that'll close the gap. <laughs> Maybe you might be disappointed there too. Yeah. Nice. Uh, All right. Well, so then yeah. it's it's time for a new challenge. Yes. And I think we're already in the midst of it. But you know, just after talking with Shanti and being, you know, oh, two weeks into Transform Twenty. Transform Twenty is a six week program. Again, I, I've done I've done several of his workouts, and I've done them all through you know the whole sixty days or however many days they are. I know I can do this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to challenge you to do the entire Transform yep. 20 workout for all six weeks. I'm going to do my best to accept that challenge because I'm very excited about it right now. Um, you know, I I don't know that I can commit to six days just because the weekends and kids and all that. But if I if I fall short a day, I'm going to pick up you know day six on Monday or whatever. Like so, I might have to have some fluctuation. Yeah. But I will do every workout over the course of the next six to eight weeks or whatever it takes to get them all in. So I always had, whenever I did a workout like this where it was, you know, you had a specific set of workouts that you had to do during the week. And if I missed one, I always felt like I failed, like the whole program mm-hmm. because I missed one workout and then that would set me off and I'd miss a whole week and I'd have to start over. Right. And it's a, it, it's, it's really bizarre that like something as simple as that would set me off. And I've now learned to accept that. You know what? If I miss a day, I will just pick it up the next mm-hmm. day yep. where I left off. Or, um, And in the case of Transform 20, I mean, these workouts are 20 minutes. Right. I mean, seriously, just do two in one day. <laughs> right. It's true. If you've missed one. Yeah. So, you know, don't get hung up if you miss one. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep going and get the program done. I mean, Get the big win instead of thinking about the little failures that you have along the way. It's a good uh, good lesson for life there. Yeah, Master, I guess it does. It Master Zach. It applies elsewhere <laughs> too, huh? But I think we had a dual purpose challenge because uh, the idea of, of me time, alone time that Sean talked about, um, that's something that I struggle with constantly. As I mentioned before we started recording, I struggle constantly with being there for my family uh, and taking time for myself and feeling really selfish if I take time for myself, uh, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 hours, whatever it is, if I need that time, 
I need to take it. Otherwise, I'm not going to be the dad and the husband I want to be when I am present. Uh, so that's I'm challenging myself to to follow his advice because uh, I've been saying to myself for months, get up an hour before everybody else. Yeah. Just do it. Get up and take that time because I get frustrated that the minute I wake up, I'm accountable to feeding kids, feeding dogs, feeding the cat, packing lunch, like getting everything ready for everybody else the minute I wake up. And that doesn't stop when I get to work, when I've got to get everything ready for everybody else to do their job. And then I get home and I've got to get the kids ready to get to Like, there's never time for me yeah. to just take the time to breathe, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna try the uh, the hour before everybody wakes up uh, at least a couple times. I'm going to commit to trying it a couple times to see how that works out for me and, and if that's yeah. something I, I can mean, sustain. Even just try it once. Yeah. I mean, don't. That's one thing I struggle with when I, I want to do something different like this. Mm -hmm. I will say I need to do this every day for three right. months and then it becomes this really large thing in my head. But if you just shoot for once, that's we'll, it. That's all you got to do. We'll see what door that opens. Once, and then you can do it again. Speaking of the challenges, uh, we are going to start a challenge group uh, through our Facebook page. On our, our Facebook page, we've got a there's a link to a, a the FitMess group that we're going to have where we're going to encourage discussions around challenges and failures and successes and and whatever anyone wants to air in there and just really getting a dialogue with the community of of the fitness going. Well, this is kind of inspired by uh, some some listeners have reached out, some friends have reached out and said, "Hey, I really like the challenge part of your show. Uh, I want to start doing X, Y, Z, and I need someone to help keep me accountable." And I feel like you know that might be a lot to ask your friend, your partner, whoever. So maybe as a community, we can be that for each other and, and sort of challenge each other, uh, ask for help with our own challenges, whatever it is, or just, you know, sometimes you just need a place to vent. And if that's what that needs to be for you, then great. Uh, but we hope you'll take a look at it. It's on the Facebook page. It's just the Fit Mess group. You can join it there and uh, we'll try and build the community there and, and try to be there for each other uh, in more ways than we've been able to in the first few months of this show. Yep. So with that, I think we are done. And yep, I was right. Best show yet. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Absolutely. If only, if only it weren't for those hosts dragging it into the mud. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for spreading the word. If you uh, have enjoyed this show, please uh, share it, uh, rate, review it, wherever you happen to be listening to it. And, uh, and reach out to us anytime you like through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, or you can email us info at thefitmess.com. That's it for now. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode, and we're trying to update the website daily with different uh, news articles and content and things that you might find interesting. So take a look at that, thefitmess.com, and that's where you'll find the next episode in just a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye. We know this podcast is amazing and does not seem to lack anything, but we still need a legal disclaimer. Jeremy and Zach are not doctors. Please consult your physician prior to implementing any changes that you heard on this podcast. The listener assumes that Jeremy and Zach do not know what they're talking about and that you'll do your own research on the topics talked about in this podcast. The hosts of this podcast are not liable for any physical or emotional issues that might occur directly or indirectly as a result of listening to this podcast.